0: Hello, Reptile Entrepreneurs. This is Bill Strand, and today I am here with Sean McNeely. Hello, Sean. Welcome to the podcast. How are
1: you
0: today? All right. I'm going to put a little background here to uh, explain why you're here. So Reptile Entrepreneur for 2022, I structured it so if you started with me at uh, Season 2, by the time you got to the end of Season 2, which would be the end of 2022 – you could start with nothing and end up with a e-commerce business. And it's all about putting together a digital business. Well, I, I of course, started that. But I noticed along the way that Sean was following those steps and actually implementing them. And he has come to this point, the middle of this season, and he now has a e-commerce business set up. And has made his first dollar online?
1: That is correct, Bill.
0: I've actually got okay. two e-commerce
1: websites set up, um, but then I only made the one dollar. So, uh, you know, the one show so far, but that was just a couple of days ago. So I'm um, looking forward to lots and
0: lots of bucks. I want to bring Sean on and we're going to go over his journey <laughs> his 6 month 7th month journey uh of building this together and uh Sean I want to say uh congratulations for doing this and uh could you share with us just start at the beginning where you had nothing and let's go through the steps of you building your e-commerce business and so let's sure. start at ground zero
1: so um essentially I had a um a company that I was doing uh selling Chameleons and um, other reptiles, but I wasn't really doing it online. I wasn't up to date on what to do with Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or anything like that. And I just listened to the reptile entrepreneur, and I got in. I got uh, engaged. I got excited. I got. Uh, I started off with um, first doing my Instagram. I updated it. I upgraded it. Um, you talked about logos what they're good for, why you use them, how to get a good logo. We talked in about Mm 99designs and how to do that. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it and I waited a little while and I thought, well, you know, you mentioned that you want to not just give the anyone, you want to, you have different levels. There's the level of 200, 400, 800, 1200. And if you get the people to make it for 200, you're going to get a $200 product. If you get the people to make it for 1200, you're going to get a $1,200 product. So I I sat a little bit and waited and I thought, "Hmm, maybe I need to think about this. Um, you went on and talked about, um, creating a, a design studio where you could, print t-shirts or what have you, or print uh, other items. And, you know, having a better logo would really make that better. So I said, hey, it's time for me to go on and get a logo. So I went on that. Um, I went on, I went on the 899 design, and I actually added a, um, what they call a, uh, what's the name of it? It's like a, it tells you what colors to use. It tells you how to use your logo, not just getting a logo. I added that extra to it. So it ended up being more like uh, a $1,000. But I went on through that. And um, the neat thing was, you told us exactly how to do it. You know, you went on, you, you started, they had this contest, a bunch of people came in, the weaker artists came in first, the stronger artists came in late. Um, you had to talk to the artists and tell them what you wanted. Um, I really have my logo. Um, I started out with probably 20 different designs that people gave to me. And they really kind of, merge together so all of my logos all look very much the same because i kind of knew what i wanted i knew that i wanted a chameleon i knew that i wanted a chameleon that didn't exist i knew that i wanted mm-hmm. a jackson chameleon's horns a um a john stoney chameleon's body and and coloring and the fins of a quadricornis which is something that doesn't exist. And maybe someday in the lab, I'll be able to put that together and that'll be my next project. But um, I wanted something like that. I wanted the McZoo. I wanted the exotics out of it. it used to be McZoo Exotics because I wanted it a broader based logo that I could use for other things. And I also wanted them to actually take off the Migzoo and just leave the creature as well. And so we went through that and I got down to four people and we went into the second round. First round is just, you know, getting a preliminary, picking out the designers you're going to be. Second round is having those designers upgrade their logo to what you want it to be. And then finally, you pick a design um, and you get the logo transferred over to you. So I went in with four people. I eliminated one immediately because he just wasn't very responsive. I um, eliminated. Then I got down to three. And I really, the logos had converged. They were all very much the same. And I had to think and think and think. And you get a lot of time to do that. Um, but I just didn't want to leave people hanging too long. Um, but I finally got that and I got the, I just finally decided on a logo. I had a bunch of people look at it. Um, I shared it with friends. Of course, you don't want to share it with everyone because you don't want to show this logo until it's yours because then someone's going to steal it or what have you. Not that anyone's out looking for a McZoo logo, but you never know. Um And I picked a logo. Um, I had the designer actually take the McZoo off and gave me a different Representation with just the animal. He actually sent me McZoo as well, separate. So I had actually three logos. I got the, the McZoo, the animal, and the animal and McZoo together. And I got this awesome logo. And so the next step was not only do I have a logo, now I'm going to sell something. So I went mm-hmm. to um, the different um, designers for t-shirts. Um, you had recommended a uh, T public and um, Spreadshirt. I actually went to Spreadshirt first, um, looked through it, realized there's no risk. I mean, I give them a design. They put it on a t-shirt if they want it. And if it sells, I make money. If it doesn't sell, the only thing I lost is a few minutes of time to do that. It took me 15, 20 minutes the first time through. Today, I went through TeePublic and I logged on and got through it maybe five minutes and set up a site. I set up the site Thursday night. It's now Saturday. Um, I I had a sale within six hours. That was my first sale and only sale so far. But um, it was awesome. I've now got a commerce store that's selling stuff and I'm making money. It's not a lot of money, but the shirts don't sell for that much. I didn't do a lot of work. I just gave them my logo (laughs) and I wrapped it and now the rest of it's up to them. Uh, The neat thing is not only did you get to choose to put it on a shirt, I got to choose the color of the shirt, the color of the shirt that was the one that it represents, the different colors that I allowed to put on the shirt and the different items that i allowed it to go on so i could put it on a bag i could put it on a cup i could put it on a men's t-shirt a women's t-shirt a, a hoodie all these different things and i got to choose all the different colors so if a color clashed with the logo i x it out it was gone it wouldn't be sold under that color um i got to choose the number of colors i chose um i did see somewhere um Otherwise, that they said, and I've heard this before, that you don't want to give people a lot of choices. So I chose five colors for each um, item because that way they don't have a ton of choices. They don't get in that uh, uh, analysis paralysis is what it's called when they take a look at something and say, I just can't make a decision. They can decide quickly and go from there. So that's, I guess, a short version of the long journey. I mean, it took weeks of me debating how to do my um, Instagram, what to say, you know, you told us to, you know, use the name and you use the byline, but you had to be thinking about it. And you had to be, had to try to put what you wanted to put in there. And eventually they gave you a few more words. Um, so I was able to make it even longer because the first 10 times I was like three words short, three letters short of what I wanted to say. And it looked stupid. So I had to add, um, change it and, and do what you have you. But now I've got my Instagram up. Um, I've got, you know, a, um, a website that's selling my t-shirts. Um, and in the process, I've also done some other things. Um, my wife and I have been working on some things outside the reptile, um, thing for our, um, ourselves well, with raising children and, um, helping people who have special needs and are raising children and have some troubles and, um, just chronicling my daughter's adventures. And so, we really were flailing with how to do that how to do it right how to get to people you know we weren't looking to make money we were looking to help people but at the same token it's not bad to have someone send a few bucks when when, when you do help them out mm-hmm. and um we were trying to figure out how to do that but using the things that you spoke of talk thinking about it we started to actually get our mind around it and figure out how to do it do we need a website? Do we need other things? And I know you're going to be talking about that later about websites yep. and um, uh, link aggregators and what have you. And yep. Um, yep. interestingly, I talked to you um, briefly about link aggregators and I realized I have a website. What do I need a link aggregator for? That's what the, I think. Just go to my website. And you've already said that a couple of times and I'm sure you will be saying that later, but um, getting our website going, getting a single website, getting a single name, Getting our really getting out who we want to be and trying to explain to people what we're doing has greatly increased our numbers. Um, you know, and any, and it's one of those things we you and I talked about it before. It's who do you want to be your people? You don't want just numbers because numbers are great, but numbers don't get you any sales. Um, but, um, also making sure you get to the right people and help people. So, um, I think it's been
0: great. Well, during this, this we'll call it a journey from. Ground zero. What are some things that uh, really meant a lot to you or were impactful enough that helped you along through the beginning steps where you just got all this stuff all around? And what do you, how do you put it all together? What kind of things were especially meaningful to you?
1: Well, there's a ton of social media there's Instagram, there's um, Facebook, there's YouTube. Um, Pinterest, and there's about 80 others, um, TikTok, 80 other things. And deciding which one to concentrate on, which one to think about, which one that was hard. Um, yes, you can get a great big following on um, uh, Facebook, but what do you do with it? You can't sell on it. You can't put links on it. You can't really send the people to your website. So Facebook and you really can't communicate with people the same way, especially in the reptile field, because you got to be careful. You can't sell on um, Facebook. You really can't sell on Instagram either. But um, you have to be very careful. So deciding which outlet to concentrate on, because you could spend the whole day putting things out. You know, they tell you um, three Instagrams a day and then you do Facebook posts and you do TikTok posts and you try to do your YouTube Deciding on which one was important, um, I think Instagram does the best of that. But I think as as time goes on, I'm going to be working towards more of a Facebook, uh, yeah, not Facebook, a YouTube kind of outlet. Okay. Because YouTube allows you to monetize. Uh, YouTube doesn't do well in communication with your people, so you've got to have that Instagram location as well. But trying to get those all together to talk to each other to figure out where to be that was important i think the logo thing was something that really spoke to me because i knew i needed a new logo but i just wasn't ready to spend the bucks to do it mm-hmm. but you convinced me to do the to spend it and just do it once rather than do it three more times and get three logos i didn't like i spent a little bit more than i would have spent um and i got the logo i really like and it's awesome. In fact, the three other logos that I would have could have chosen were also incredible. But you know, I just I o- almost bought two logos just because, and then I realized I did that last time. I actually bought three logos that were very similar that just had different animals. I didn't ever use them. I liked having them. It wasn't expensive. It was only an extra 100 bucks or something with what, I, what company I used before. But all three of them were not enough. And so it's kind of like I need to do it right, do it well. And then getting on to Spreadshirt, um, getting on to TeePublic, um, just the idea that that's so easy. Just do it. And there's no risk, and there is no risk. There's no, you don't have to put money down. You're not going to lose money. It's not like you're buying a whole bunch of T-shirts and then you're trying to sell them at a fair or something like that. It, I sold the shirt. I made a few bucks, not much, but I didn't do much work. I, you know, it was a few minutes worth of work, and I have sold the shirt. And so I broke even for my time already. So if it happens again, it's
0: awesome. Yeah, I will say I really like your logo. Uh, that came out so nice, and it's. It's amazing how things change when you have a logo that you really like. It invigorates you to go forward and really work with this logo and make it mean something.
1: Absolutely. It makes you feel like it represents you. It's incredible. It's
0: awesome. It- You've reached that point of, uh, there's when you're building everything, you build the Instagram, you build the social media, you get the logo, you put the store together. All of that is preparation. Now you've gone over the hump there where you actually have that all together. And now it's time for the outreach. Now it's time to put something behind that logo. And the more you put behind that logo, the more of those shirts you're going to be selling. And so now it's in the marketing. It's kind of having fun stage.
1: Right. Absolutely. I think uh, the thing you talked about is like, you know, before you send the trailer out for the movie you need to make a movie (laughs) and so i've been building all those things building all those outreaches placing all those posts putting stuff on youtube putting stuff on instagram um putting stuff in pinterest and in tiktok just so i have some something to go to so when people go and look and see what's this mcneely guy about what does he want what is he doing um what is mczoo what is it about um there's something there there's content it's not just you know a beautiful logo and so on. So, um, the next step is just to get people to come and get interested in the logo, get interested in being part and, uh, enjoy. Well,
0: this is, this is why what you, the point where you are is critical is because if you did something, a really cool post or did a really cool outreach before, people would look at that. They'd say, wow, I really enjoyed this. This was a really great outreach. Uh, but there's nothing more for them to do. Okay. Let's just wait for them to do the next one. Now, when somebody says, wow, what a cool outreach, this McZoo is really cool. Now there's something for them to do. They can go and get a t-shirt if they want to. And so Mm -hmm. this is where uh, what you do in your outreaches start to be a little bit more substantial uh, for you. So what are your plans from this point forward to put value to that logo?
1: Um. Basically, to continue the YouTube channel that it was started, um, that uh, uh, to continue to add things to my website. I actually have two websites. I have my Migzu Exotics website and a, a ex- Exotic Pet Adventures website. I'm going to connect them together um, build them together. So there's something to do. Um, obviously I'm breeding chameleons and some other reptiles and continue to breed them so that I have something to sell as well in the background, but that's really not related to this, just all kind of part of it. Um, and then just create some excitement about doing those type of things. Um, you know, having the, a weekly show, um, having posts, um, making sure that I'm, uh, taking pictures when I'm, you know, when I, every day I go downstairs and I take care of my reptiles and I spend time t- looking at them, playing with them, doing whatever, not that you play with them very much, but you know, you feed them, you water them, you change, you do, but then they, you look at them, you go, they're incredible. And then you got to just pick up your phone and take a few pictures and remember to do that so that people see that. So people can see that that's an idea. And so they see my pictures, they like um, what I do and they think they want to be part of it. Then they can grab a logo. They can grab a t-shirt. They can grab a uh, drinking cup so they can start their day off with a Big cup of coffee or whatever. Um, I think that's great.
0: Okay, you talked about a show. So that happens to be the third quarter. We're talking about podcasts and YouTube, video shows. Uh, tell us about the show uh, that, that you started.
1: So we started a show, um, Exotic Pet Adventures, um, which is just um, basically about exotic pets. Um, started with a few things, talked about different chameleons, talked about, um, the, um, Basilisk, um, did a few shows on things like water. Um, we're going to be talking about food and what have you. Um, just putting something on YouTube, something for people to learn about stuff, something people will get excited about things. Um, and eventually I'll probably put it on a podcast or what have you. Um, I listened to your show podcast versus, um, YouTube. And I think YouTube is neat and is awesome, but I personally am a podcast guy. I mean, I've listened to all of these podcasts over and over again. I spent, I like noise in the background. So I spend the day listening to different things and I find things I like, whether, you know, even with YouTube, I just kind of, I've got the YouTube, uh, uh, whatever the, the bigger version of it is. So you can just turn it off and I can still listen to it while it's not playing in the background. So it's really a podcast. So um, maybe I'll turn it into a podcast. You can really turn a YouTube into a podcast as long as you're thinking about what you're doing. You know, you're not talking and pointing, this is yeah. my logo. And then, yeah. you know, people can't see it because it's a it's auditory. Um, I like to listen to those type of things when I go biking or uh, go for a walk or what have you. So um doing both of those, I think eventually will be it. But right now the show is just about exotic pets, um, different ones, um, listening to people, getting guests on. Um We had Eric Haycraft on a couple weeks ago. He talked about the um, basilics, um those Jesus lizards that walk on water. They're incredible. He does an incredible job with them, but they need a huge enclosure. So it's not something you just do. But of course, chameleons need a lot too. So it's not like something you just do. It's something you can uh, spend a lot of time doing. I'm going to probably try to get one of the guys from the rescue, the local uh, herpetological rescue, to come on and talk about what it's like being in a rescue. And, what have you. So lots of good stuff. And uh, the show will be interesting as time goes and on. And
0: do you have, how much plan, uh, how much do you have as far as plans for what this show will do and where it will go?
1: I have a general plan. Um I'd like to have some background stuff for taking care of reptiles um, and other exotic pets, just the general ideas. I'd also like to Go through all of the reptiles that I personally own and I'm breeding currently so that, you know, when people need something um, for um, how to take care of it, I can just say, "Hey, look at the podcast, look at the look at the YouTube show. Um, I can tell you I'm happy to talk to you about it, but this is an in-depth thing about it. Once I've gone through everything that I'm breeding and uh, keeping at the same time, that may be months Mm -hmm. Um, then. Just into things I'm interested in. I think, uh, you know, when you do your show, uh, the uh, Chameleon um, Academy, uh, you start to talk about the outer edges. And, you know, you tend to find things that you like, um, uh, like certain snakes or what have you. And you talk about them because you're interested in them. So kind of following my interests, but uh, following everyone else's interests. So in I don't have a perfect answer for it. I don't have it as planned out as I'd like it to be. But as time goes on, I realize I have to plan more and more and plan more in advance, give people more time to to do things and talk about what we have. But um I've got a pile of different reptiles at my home that I can talk about in the meantime. So I've got that uh Well, in I my think
0: it's home. important that you don't have a full plan, but you just started it anyways. It's a whole lot easier mm-hmm. to Put a plan to something that's already moving uh, than it is to just keep building and planning and planning and planning. I spent two years planning my podcast before I actually released an episode. So, uh, yeah, that's way too long. That's way too long. I, the way you're doing it is better than the way I did it. So th- that's awesome. So you have a, a website. Uh, explain uh, what you've done with the website. Well, so far, um, I have my, um,
1: Exotic, uh, uh, McZoo Exotics website, which is really my sales website, which I haven't, which I had before. I've got the exotic pet adventure website, which I have done nothing with. I got the, um, URL. I own it. (laughs) It's mine. No one can steal it. And, um, at this point, I'm probably going to point it towards my other website. I'm going to add the two websites together a little bit so they can go bounce back and forth off each other. If someone goes to McZoo Exotics looking for an adventure and not a pet, They'll get sent over the other direction if they go to the exotic pet adventures and they really want a chameleon, they'll be sent over to the other website. Um, so I'm going to build it from there. I'm going to add the website to um, the YouTube, and I'm going to you know use the website as a link aggregator, mm-hmm. which is essentially everywhere I'm I'm at. They'll be able to find that off my website. So if they come to um, you know me on Instagram, they can go to my website, find me on YouTube find my um, podcast, find my show. Podcast didn't exist yet. (laughs) Uh talking about it like it's something they're going to find. But I think really what you said, get going, do something, Mm -hmm. start. Um, I think my wife and I went through the same thing with our our, um, thing for um, families. We didn't start. And then listening to the reptile entrepreneur and starting my own thing just gave us that incentive Mm -hmm. to just get going. We know, we didn't know exactly what we were doing. We didn't know where we were going. We have four different websites with different names. We have different ways of doing it. We didn't really, we have um, three Instagram pages. Uh, It's all, but, but even tonight, we were just talking about how we're going to centralize it, put it together and put the pieces together. So it fits for people. Once you get going, it's Mm -hmm. a lot easier to keep going. And the same thing, like, you know, this week's episode, what I wanted to do fell through, but I remember that, you know, I did this whole thing building a um, fogger Mm -hmm. and I did a lot of different things with my reptiles. Why don't I talk about water? It's something I do. And I had to do it because, you know, Thursday at eight (laughs) (laughs) o'clock on the east and uh, five o'clock in uh, the Pacific, I'll (laughs) say on this show, um, even though I like to say the west. It's there. And if I don't have a topic, you and I are going to be looking at each other and, uh, <laughs> and that's not good. I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're mm-hmm. as interesting as we can be, but, uh, you know, having a topic is a lot more important. So you have to do it. And then mm-hmm. you think about next week. And what did I do? I found I went through, you know, water, light, food all these different things. And now I've got eight topics that I can come off of this last topic. So I got eight shows that I can do in between doing other shows. I know I've got my guy from the reptile rescue that may be coming on. I've got um, people talking about tortoises that might be coming on. I'm trying to talk to the breeder who bred my crested gecko. to come on and talk about um, uh, uh, new Caledonia geckos, because I also have the crested and a couple others from new Caledonia from her. Um, I'd like to get her to come on. Uh, She's Reluctant mm-hmm. to come on a show, but I'm going to twist her arm. And, you know, in a month, she's going to be at a reptile show that I'm at. And I'm going to twist the arm of her or her husband, which are both in the company, to get on the show and just come on and talk about it. Um, they're doing very well with their online presence, but why not yeah. do a little
0: bit more? And I'll say, One huge advantage of having a show is that Google loves websites that are constantly updated. They Google loves to see activity on websites. And if you are every week posting a post about the new show episode, that is activity. That is new material. And Google loves to see that. So your website is kept current just because you have a show. So, yeah, you you got a lot going on.
1: I wish I just had 28 hours in a day to get everything done or, or to give up sleeping, which I just won't do. So um, if I don't give up sleeping and I, and I do, and I don't get any extra time of the day, it's going to take a little longer than maybe the year that you planned this out for. But, um, you know, I look forward to hearing more episodes, more things um, learning about, you know, I've already got a Wix website um, for our, our footprints and tire tracks um, where my wife is doing blogging, but I'm going to probably start blogging myself, learning if that's the right place, learning if WordPress is right for us. Uh, we've got different websites in different locations. I've got different companies, um, mm-hmm. GoDaddy, um, Network Solutions, all these other companies I'm going through and trying to figure out which of the best is hard. And, you know, sometimes it changes overnight, you know, or two companies combine or, you know, and it's, it's, it's hard. So just kind of keep listening. And uh, I think all the updates that you're giving are excellent. Um, you talk about the changes you talk about, you know, when Instagram um, decided to change its way of doing things. Um, Instagram added the ability to extend your um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. your byline um, to do more. I extended yeah. my byline. Mm-hmm. It does more. That's exactly what I want. Now I've got all those letters. And had I not been listening, I wouldn't have known that there was extra letters. And honestly, I, I listen to these podcasts over and over because there is so much data that um, sometimes I have to listen to it once just to hear it. And another time to start thinking about how to to apply it. So um, I encourage anyone who has an opportunity to listen, listen over and over again. If you're going to do 99 designs, which I've had an incredible experience with. Um, I've done three other design companies. I did four other logos. Um, This was much nicer, much better. I, I spent a little bit more, but not that much. And they did a phenomenal job. The handover was easy. I got all the designs I wanted. And I got a medium designer. You know, they have the...
0: Mm-hmm, big yeah.
1: professional designers. They have the newer designers and they have those people in the middle. It was kind of nice having a middle guy because the really professional guys came in at the last minute, didn't want to do a lot of extra work, wanted to just be, you know, lauded. And But the middle guy, he wants to be the big guy now. He wants to be move over to the next step. He wants. Yeah, yeah. He's working hard to get to that next step. So that's kind of the same kind of guy as I am. The guy who's willing to work hard to get to the next step. So getting that opportunity to get a person like that, that was great. So I would right, well, you touched to on something
0: that, that everybody's going to run into, that it is so wonderful that you find out that you can do all of this stuff. I mean, you personally, on that phone, you can set up your social media on five different accounts. You can get uh, two different stores. You can create uh, a podcast, a YouTube. All right. But it's so easy for it now to be a 48-hour-a-day job. And... When you already have a full-time job, how do you manage your time uh, to make sure you stay sane? And Um, and by the way, everybody, this is not an interview question. (laughs) This is me personally asking, uh, I need help with this. (laughs) Why do you do this? I
1: I think it's very hard. Um, But you know what? Um, In the end, you try to do prioritize whatever. Try to make sure that you put out fires, make sure the things that are, you know, I had only so much time to get the logo done. There's a number of days. If I didn't respond back to the logo guy, that would be it. Um, when I knew the logo was done and I was going to have a show and show the logo, I went right to the spreadsheet thing or spreadsheet thing because I wanted a shirt so that when I talked about mm-hmm. it on the show, someone could get it the next day. So I put that effort into it. And, you know, and then it took a couple of days for me to get the second shirt um, company because I took the time to do it. You have to enjoy doing it. You have to love doing it. You have to see what it is and you have to choose um, as wisely as you can. And it's impossible. You could spend days and days and days. Um, I think you said it on the last show. You have to figure out what your main focus is, what your main process is, what your main um, connection is. Instagram is a great connection. I think YouTube is going to turn out to be a better connection for me overall, um, an ability to talk to people. Um, I've got a lot of videos of me just talking about things and I threw them on Instagram and I threw them on Facebook, but I could easily just throw those on YouTube and people can look for them. YouTube has a great way of searching for it. Um, but you have to choose and prioritize this has to get done. This has to get done. Um, I think my wife and I spent a lot of time talking about her, um, outreaches and my outreaches and how do we do it and how do we spend time, you know, um, we spend some of our time that we were normally watching TV, sitting next to each other um, with computers open, th- flowing through, looking at each other's stuff, trying to help each other. And it creates togetherness. It creates time that we um, wouldn't be working together. We might be working separately. Um, it's an opportunity. You have to take things as an opportunity. And you have to know that over time it gets easier because you've got all this content. So, you know, we missed a week a couple weeks ago um, with the show. Because I went to a concert. I enjoyed the concert. But I made about 50 posts about the concert and how I enjoyed the concert. And I got a bunch of posts. And I got so much engagement on Facebook from people mm-hmm. talking about the concert and how I was allowed to go off and take a week off and all this other stuff that it actually just fed into the whole thing. And the idea that I was back after and we weren't going to miss and you know, people get used to that idea. I think you just kind of live your life. You figure a way to put it around there. But it's, it is a deep hole that you could fall into and you just have to make sure that you're realizing that it's a little artificial too. You know, if the world ended tomorrow, um, you know, food, water, clothing, shelter are important. How many people like you on Facebook mm. probably is not going to get you fed. So you have to kind of, you know, put some reality into it You you make sure you get sleep. And I think all of us find out that if we're working too hard, yeah. our productivity falls greatly. So you got to get the rest. You got to get that time and you'll do a lot more. You do a lot better when you're well rested and you're thinking and you're feeling good. If you're wiped out and you're trying too hard and you're just going to find out and things go Mm -hmm. wrong, they get worse and you make them worse and you make mistakes and the mistake makes a mistake. The next thing you know, you're spending 10 days trying to fix a mistake you shouldn't have made because you should have just rested that night. It's hard. It's very hard. I don't know how to do it. I don't know how you do it. Um, I wish I could tell everyone how to do it. Um, you know, when I'm exhausted, I go to bed <laughs> <It's> <laughs> and I hope that it works.
0: so hard when there's so much to do, especially when you're excited to do all of it. And I, I did a very good episode about burnout. And uh, I, my family, my wife and my daughter sat me down and they quoted me back to myself Saying you need to take a day off. And uh here, listen to this podcast guy. Uh, he, he knows what he's talking about. So uh it, it's it's really easy to get caught up in everything that you have to do and find out that there's no time left for you to recharge and be you and 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 I think what really happens is you end up getting into this cycle of being a uh, tactical execution and you're doing tactical execution, you're meeting the deadlines and all your life is, is meeting the deadlines and you don't have time to step back and be strategic, which is going to guide which deadlines you should be putting your effort to. So uh yeah, the finding that balance and giving yourself that time to think is critical. And
1: it's the yeah. whole working on your job rather than working in your job that, There's a lot of books written on that. Um, You do have to take the time to step back and look at what's going on. And really, you know, we do this because we enjoy it. There's so many other things we could do that we could spend our time on or nothing at all. But we do it because we can enjoy it. But we can't do it to the point where we no longer enjoy it because then we've taken something we love and made it into something we like, dislike. (laughs) And that's that's the worst thing we could do take something we love and make it something we dislike. The whole reason we're doing this instead of what we're used to be doing or are still doing as our day job is to do something else, to enjoy, to uh, reach out to, um, you know, for the other one for me is just to help people. But um, if I'm miserable doing it, then I harm yeah, myself. I think we all
0: have to watch and watch carefully. If we Look at uh, a number of these YouTubers that have been shot up to fame and the amount of pressure on them to constantly produce, uh, has produced so many, uh, breakdowns, uh, to the point where they just burn out and disappear or hate YouTube. Uh, and so this is, this is a lesson for us as we're building up to the point where, I mean, hopefully we have success, but with that success, I mean, let's look at the people who have had that success and, and learn from what they've gone through.
1: I think um, it's important to remember why we have success, what we do things for um, our family, our lives, um, the enjoyment that we get out of things. And if we don't take the time for those things, we'll make ourselves miserable and we won't be good at what we do. Um, You actually get worse at what you do when you're not happy. So um, you got to make yourself happy. You got to take the time to make yourself happy. And it's hard, but, um, you have to count on your family to Mm -hmm. talk to you and say, Hey, or your friends, Hey, you don't seem like you're doing too well. You look like you're ready to fall asleep. Um, you like, you know, what have you. And you got to count on them to, to tell you, and then you got to listen when they say it and not take offense and not be upset about it or not, uh, figure I've got to get this done or, or what, you know, the world doesn't end. If you stop blogging or, YouTubing or whatever the next day, someone else will step in and do it. So we have to get rid of that idea that the world ends if we don't do it. Um, yes, we got to be around or people will start ignoring and missing us. But, you know, sometimes if they miss you a week or two, um, it's a good thing. They, they, they're they looking for you. Um, they're, they're looking. And when you come back and do something incredible. Um, yeah, I will say all is it is
0: so important to have people around you who care about you And, and you can't have people around you that are jealous of you or want what you have. And and you'll get a lot of those people, but the people who are around you and actually care about you are, are lifesavers. And I've got my, my family, my wife, my daughter, uh, and actually Sean here. Uh, we, we've, We uh, work on Facebook together on uh, managing a group. And there are a number of times where he has said, Bill, are you okay? And has reached out uh, because I do drive myself. And we have a bit of a talk that brings me out of whatever spiral I'm in. And so uh, just surrounding yourself with these kind of people is critical. And it's very difficult. You got to make sure it's the right people and not the people who will just help you with that spiral, uh, to spiral you down.
1: It's hard because there's a lot of people in social media that mm-hmm. are happy to be negative. Um, always there to comment, always there to make a statement whether it's true or not. And there's no truth teller in social media as much as they claim there's truth there. It's, it's all whatever anyone says. And whoever speaks the loudest is the rightest. We'll go with Um, that. I know that's not a word, but, um, you know, whoever speaks the loudest is correct. And so, um, that's wrong, (laughs) but no one's there to correct it. No one's there to, to deal with it. So you do have to really, you know, think about it. Make sure that you're not caring what people say. Um, people are there to be negative and they, they're unhappy people that make, want to make other people unhappy. And so you just have to be happy yourself, enjoy what you're doing and make sure that you're thinking about that when you make decisions and, uh, rest up, eat well, exercise, spend time with family. And then enjoy what you're doing in the meantime.
0: (laughs) Sean, where can people uh, find McZoo, all these different outlets that you have? Um,
1: Sean McZoo on Facebook, McZoo Exotic Pets on Instagram, um, Exotic Pets Adventures on Instagram, and um, as well as YouTube. um, Exotic, um, what is it? McZoo Exotic Pets. I changed the name of it on YouTube as well. Um, I do have a website, um, Mixoo Exotics, um, which will be eventually Mixoo Exotic Pets, um, but we'll probably not change the URL. Um, There will be an Exotic um, Pet Adventures website eventually, um, if I ever get to it and I get myself the time to to do it and do it well. Um, I think that's the other thing is if you do something, do it well. Don't do it poorly. And just because you need to get it done, that's the other thing. Do it well and people will appreciate it
0: you're going to see that i'm actually part of this show and uh, that was an interesting story as to how that happened uh it was part of a, a project that we were doing for the facebook group that we all work part of we're part of a team a big team that uh, works on this facebook group the chameleon enthusiast and uh we were going to do a live show for the the admins and such on facebook and it was uh, ended up Sean was taking the lead and I was doing the um the technical. I was just saying, okay, you guys handle it and I'm going to do the uh, the technical. I'll just make it happen behind the scenes. And it and it morphed into this McZoo's exotic uh, uh pet adventure to where it's his show. I show up Sometimes he asks me questions, but I just take care of the uh, the technical. And uh, now it is a completely separate show done live and shows up on YouTube. And so, uh, yeah, I'm part of it, but I'm just doing the technical stuff. He's the one driving it. It's his show. And I, I just show up and enjoy being part of it. But uh, that worked out interesting. Just watch the start. You never know what you're going to get yourself into, right?
1: <laughs> I came on to be one of the admins, just kind of saying hi. The admins didn't want to talk, so I asked all the questions. The next thing I know, I've got a show. But uh, you know, it's that's that's the synergy. That's what you need to do. Find people who bring the best out of you, who push you a little bit further. Don't push you beyond your bounds. Don't tell you that you can't miss a show because you want to go to a concert. At the same token, make sure that you've got a show. Mm -hmm. Talk to you about maybe we should name this something different. Move to the next step. um, Bring you on. Talk to you and podcast people that help you and not harm you. Find those people. Cling on to those people. There's not a lot of them out there. And do something.
0: Yeah. And uh, I'm really happy to watch what you have done. It was like sometime last week that I just sat back and said, when you announced your your store and your logo, I just realized, oh my goodness, he has followed every single step. And I mean, he he now even has a show and this this is amazing. And so this has been a wonder, it's been wonderful to watch you do it in parallel with the Reptile Entrepreneur shows. And I'm So glad to be able to bring you on and share this journey that you've, uh, you've gone on uh, with everybody else. What final message would you have for anybody who's looking at what you're doing and saying, Hey, maybe I should do that. Do it.
1: Don't hesitate. Uh Don't wait. Don't think twice. Just get going, get started, do it. Um, I think the thing that I've looked at with people talking about YouTube and, and other things and shows, is the first couple shows aren't that mm-hmm. good. They're never going to be that good. So you might as well get them out of the way now. So not do that in six months when you plan it out and you've got it all perfect and you got everything going the way you want and, every, and you've got a huge audience and then you're going to go on to the show. Um, the audience starts out small. Um, do it, get it done. Go ahead. It's not hard. You won't die um, if you, if you pause, if you hesitate, if you say something wrong, it's going to be okay. Um, I didn't die. I'm doing okay. My family didn't <laughs> leave me, um, Lisa, they were here just a few minutes ago. So I think, I'm good. um, there's a fair out there, you know, with the fireworks and everything tonight. So possibly they're going to that, but, um, you just go get going, get off your backside, get going. If you thought about doing it, do it. Now's the time there's, it's always the time and just keep an eye on what's going on. If TikTok's the next thing, if YouTube continues, if Instagram continues, just get involved, get into it, try it, watch and see what people are doing, but do it yourself. Because if you don't start, you never will. The, the hardest part of a journey is the first step. Take a step, keep going. and The next thing you know, you're down the street.
0: One of the greatest gifts of starting out and having absolutely nobody following you is you can get all the stupid out of the way at the beginning when nobody's watching you.
1: (laughs) I'm just hoping that'll be a little while because I've got a lot of stupid there, so I'm going to
0: get it all out. Rashad, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. And, hey, there's a whole another half of this year. We're just waiting to see uh, what you do uh, for the rest of this year. And so uh, we'll, we'll be following you and seeing uh, how Zoo develops from here. That's
1: awesome. And I, I'm looking forward to finding some other people like us who are out there and, and willing to join this crew and uh, move forward and continue to move the reptile um, people and the exotic pipe people ahead. Because we've got a lot of stuff going on there. Um, yep. Good things yep. happened with the, uh, the Lacey Act not being extended. And uh, a lot of people were part of that. And so... Um, you know, the more of us to get together, the better it is. And it's a, it's a place for people of all walks of life to get together and I enjoy it.
0: Yeah. And so there's an open uh, invitation to anybody who as uh, takes this 2022 season two of the reptile entrepreneur and you start at the, uh, beginning and you work your way through all those episodes and you create a digital e-commerce platform, uh, store of your own, uh, please let me know, because I want to share your story. The more people who see that a lot of people are doing it, the more they're encouraged, the more they realize it can happen. And this is this is the perfect place for all of us to grow our own businesses. The reptile community is just exploding. And so now's the time to start. Even if you don't know where you're going to go with it, just start. Once you have the platform down, that's when you can start really building and take it any direction you want and pivot and change direction whenever you want. But you're, you're starting with something, you've got something going and, and that's a huge advantage. Sean, I want to thank you very much for coming on and sharing and we'll see you on the interwebs.
1: Happy to be part.